It's going to be all right. I'll get you help. Kitty saw her mam's half-opened eyes fixed on the newborn baby in the crook of her arm. Quickly now, she moved towards the infant. Its tiny mouth was puckered, searching for sustenance. Kitty reached towards her mother's hand, taking it in her own. She let out a small cry of shock. Her mother's hand was as cold as a stone. The dawning realisation that her new sibling's quest was futile was starting to overwhelm her, and she dropped her mother's hand, unable to bear the coldness from a hand that had once been so warm. The hand that had stroked her with such tenderness, that had held her own reassuringly thousands of times. The motion seemed to distress the child further, and even in her fear Kitty still took in the fact that the infant was a little boy his face screwed up in frustration, and whose cry was growing more strident with each breath. Ma'am, ma'am, wake up! Panic screamed through Kitty's mind and body, even as she shook her head in denial. She wanted it to be five minutes ago when everything was fine. She stood rooted to the spot, her hands trapped under her arms, hugging her body, her legs refusing to move. Ma'am! Kitty's trembling voice was barely above a whisper as she began to shake uncontrollably. The thought that her beloved man was dead was too much to take in. She would get the doctor, and he could give her something to make her better, couldn't he? No, she groaned in despair. Mum, please don't go. Don't go, Mum. Everything will be fine. I'm here now. I'll be good. Into her mind sprang the recollection of days when Dad had no work and no money, and her mam, at the end of her tether, said she felt like running miles away. I'll get the doctor. I'll get Auntie Doll. Still, there was no sign of any movement in her mother's curled-up body. As hot tears fell freely down Kitty's cheeks, she rapidly blinked them away. It was too late, and she knew it. Her beautiful, kind, hard-working mam could not hear her any more. Kitty lifted her mother's marble-cold hand again and curled its icy fingers around her own. She held it to her face and then gently bent down and kissed her mother's soft cheek. Her hair around her face felt like the softest down. Desolate, Kitty knew without a doubt that her cherished, much-loved mother was beyond anyone's help. What was she going to do now? Mam was dead. A scream of anguish escaped her lips and drowned out the cry of the infant, whose tiny purple fists bawled in fury, showing no regard for his mother, who had made the ultimate sacrifice to bring him into the world. Quickly coming to her senses, Kitty scooped the newborn babe from her mother's lifeless arms and wrapped him in a threadbare sheet she retrieved from the dresser drawer. Scurrying from the room, Kitty headed towards the stairs, almost tripping in her haste to be out of the house. Auntie Doll! Auntie Doll! she cried. Please help me! Frank Feeney, hands in pockets, Flat cap pushed to the back of his dark brown hair, 
whistled a happy tune as he turned the corner of Empire Street. At 14 years old, he had just received his first pay packet from the co-op, where he had worked for the past two weeks and was looking forward to handing it over to his mam. Kitty? Kitty! When he saw the distress on the face of the young girl whom he treated like his own kid sister, he broke into a run. She was clearly crying as she banged her front door shut. Kit! Frank called again. What's the matter? What do you got there? Empire Street contained only ten houses, five on each side. From the Dock Road corner, there was the Sailor's Rest public house opposite a disused warehouse, and at the top end, opposite the stable where Frank's dad kept his horses, was Winnie Kennedy's general shop, next door to the happy home he shared with his...